0: Welcome to the Thelcom Podcast. Now here's a question for you. Who doesn't want to live a great life? Surely we all want to live a wonderful life. And this podcast is all about the ingredients for a great life. We'll be sharing the detail of tools, tactics, techniques, mindsets that you can consider and adopt if you like them to create your own great life. We'll be interviewing kind-hearted people who want to share their ideas, their stories, and their methods with you. You are listening to the Falcon Podcast, and your host is David Lilly. Well, first of all, a happy new year to everybody. I'm recording this podcast on Sunday, the thirteenth of January, 2019. My first podcast for quite some time, having taken three weeks off to go to the Sunshine Island of Tenerife a place of spectacular sunsets and 25 degrees on average in December, which if you live in the United Kingdom, you will know is a cold country at uh, that time of year. So my first podcast for quite some time, and this is about something I think is incredibly important, particularly as people tend to be in that new plan, new attitude mindset at the start of a year. Now, people often ask me what one of the most powerful daily practices they can adopt to contribute towards life progress, and that all-important ingredient of happiness. In actual fact, I believe there are several areas of recommended focus, and these range from clean and balanced eating, drinking at least two litres of clean water every day, taking regular exercise, I at least walk four miles every day, some meditation, conscious giving, contribution to the world, mindfulness. These are just a handful of key focuses that help with that pursuit of happiness. However, one of my key recommendations is to help link all of this together, to bring it to the front of your conscious and into focus is what I call a handwritten journal. So I'm recommending that you start to use a handwritten journal. Now here in the UK, some people consider the practice of keeping a journal to be the same as keeping a diary, but there are some distinct differences keeping a diary is more about recording what's happened during your day whereas journaling is more about influencing what happens in your day drawing out precious moments documenting valuable and easily lost thoughts and cementing your daily learnings for use in the present and the future remember that a diary really is about reflecting on what's past what's gone whereas a journal is a combination of that, but also mapping out the future and getting some of those most valuable, precious thoughts out there. Now, most, pe- most people who know me really well will tell you that I rarely go anywhere without a little bag. Some people call them a man bag. And in that is an a 4 size black leather-bound journal. And I've always got a couple of pens close by. In fact, if you press me to choose... The items for an enforced desert island period of seclusion, items such as paper and pens would be close behind those essential tools that I'd choose to include in my survival kit bag. Now that's a measure of just how important I regard writing and using a journal on a regular basis. So why do I recommend using a journal? The answer is simple. It's a major contributor towards maintaining a clear organised and unfoggy mind. And I believe a clear, organised and unfoggy mind has a much greater chance of being happy. The regular practice of journaling can serve to fuel and influence a happy and a balanced life for you. This modern world of ours is so busy and fast moving. There are so many distractions and the pandemic addiction that many people have to their smartphones really does not help. The constant pings, buzzers, vibrations and screen notifications that come from that small black rectangular device that's rarely out of people's hands can so easily break our focus and interrupt our days in a non-productive way. So a journal has many purposes, but two of the main ones for me are firstly making a logical sense and simple plans out of my whirring and busy mind and secondly to make sure I never lose a valuable thought. As you consider this, I'm sure you've been involved in conversations where people say to you things like, David, don't lose that thought, or hold that thought, or keep this point in mind, or remember this, or here's a golden nugget of information for you. The truth is, with so many distractions, it's never been more challenging to hold that thought. This is one of the reasons that I use a journal. When a valuable thought, idea, mindset or solution comes into my mind, I write it down. When I see something inspiring, I write it down. When I resolve to break a negative behaviour pattern, guess what? I write it down. A human thought is intangible. It's an electronic process of types in your mind. A thought can't be touched or seen, really, by other people. So when that thought is conveniently inked into words on paper, it becomes a physical thing. It exists. It can be seen. And the act of taking the time to transfer the thought from an intangible electronic impulse to a visible thing on paper can change your attitudes towards that thought. It immortalizes the thought. It resonates deeper with your mindset, and thoughts of actions that you plan to take to often manifest the idea that you've committed to paper. A thought is just a thought. When you add it to a list of what you plan to do, it's a definite intention. And all life achievements commences with a definite intention. On my morning walks in the countryside where I enjoy quiet solitude sometimes, or I often choose to listen to knowledge-building podcasts or e-books, My calmer and more creative mind often floods with positive thoughts and ideas that I want to save. I don't want to lose and forget them. My mini notebook or a deliberate piece of paper put into my pocket is always there so I can write these things down, so I don't lose these precious thoughts. And I've got them on paper in readiness for transferring them into my main journal later on that day. When I'm going on a country walk, sometimes it's too much to ask to actually carry the journal as well although some people do and occasionally I do as well. One of the biggest confusions that people have about journaling is what they should be writing in a journal and how it can benefit them. Now I totally understand this confusion when I first looked at journaling based on some other high profile people saying that it was something that we should all look at. I struggled to find what they meant and what the benefits would be so often a lot of these high profile users don't really share compelling journaling methods and the benefits of this daily practice. They just encourage you to journal but don't properly share why or how. Now this is where my Thelcom formula and the ingredients for a great life kick in. Now if you're listening to this podcast in isolation you may want to find and listen to the earlier podcast entitled What is Thelcom? You'll easily find it amongst the podcast links. Now succinctly explained, the word thalcom is an abbreviation for what I passionately believe to be the ingredients for a great life. Each letter in the word thalcom relates to an ingredient that I believe is one of the main ingredients that we need to focus on if we are to enjoy a great life and immense happiness. And so thalcom forms part of my daily infatuation. That wouldn't be the wrong word either. I even wear a colourful Falcon bracelet and this serves as my anchor and a constant reminder of Felcom and where my focus in life should be. I also take this same Felcom formula into my content for my journaling method. So let's start with the first letter in Felcom. T is for time. Time is the most precious asset of any human being. If we don't have time we're not here and we have nothing whatsoever if we don't have our time. So time is something that we should never, ever waste. We should invest it. We should treat it as a precious commodity, and we should optimise it. You can spend money and earn more money, but you can't spend time and get it back. Once time's gone, it's gone. So my journal always makes some reference to time and how I'm going to optimise this on my personal work tasks and priorities. How I'm going to manage my time for best enjoyment and productivity. On a previous podcast, I talked about time optimization. The second letter in Thelcom is the letter H for health. It's critical that we pursue good health. And how we do this involves what we eat, drink, how we exercise, and the environments that we put our mind and body in. So we're well and good having time, but if we don't have health, our time can be miserable. So what I do with my journal is I write down what I plan to eat in a day. I write down what I then actually do eat, the type and the amount of exercise that I take. The process of journaling in relation to your health habits quickly declares and leaves an audit trail as to whether you're on the path to optimize your health or not. It's so very easy to lose track of what you've eaten during your busy life, or to overlook a lack of exercise. So journaling about these things leaves an unavoidable trail, and it's one that can trigger your mind to look back. It can serve a personal realization and with it can come better attitudes and habits. The E in Thelcom is for empathy. Now for me, empathy is the equivalent of putting oneself in someone else's shoes and trying to see a life situation and experience from that person's perspective. Now I believe that if everyone chose to demonstrate small portions of empathy every day, and see the world from a different vantage point, then this world of ours would see much more peace, less poverty, less wars and conflict, less starving people because we'd empathize and share out our world resources better, and ultimately be much greater harmony. So I, in my journal, I write down the instances where I've demonstrated empathy towards someone. This serves to make me more conscious of demonstrating an empathetic philosophy to the point where this is now in my habit form. I have a habit of showing empathy, of being empathetic. The L in Thelcom is for love. Love is a vital ingredient. We all need it. We all need someone to love us and feel like we're loved, and we all need to love someone. Vital ingredient, and it's present in every happy life that I've ever observed. So it's nice to record and be conscious of the loving behavior that you receive, but also that you give out and the love that you plan to demonstrate towards someone else and why you are doing it. Again, being conscious of your loving intentions and actions and documenting how you observed it affecting the recipient of your love is so incredibly powerful. Let me give you an example. The example that comes most to mind is I have an old work colleague of mine, and she enjoys watching my Facebook posts with my young daughter, who sometimes records little video messages that I call Eleanor TV. So this friend of mine, who for privacy reasons I won't mention, she actually privately messaged me to tell me how much she admired the maturity of my young daughter. Sadly, the same lady messaged me a few months later to tell me she had a form of cancer. I explained this to my daughter, that the lady that had complimented her was poorly. And Eleanor, being wise beyond her years, immediately said she wanted to send a video message to my friend. So that's what she did. She sent a short, simply worded video message to my friend from beneath an oak tree where we like to sit and think. It was just a message of good intentions and positivity. It's a message that truly resonated with my friend, who not long after had good news about her cancer treatment being effective. So she immediately messaged me and asked me to thank Eleanor for the fairy duster that contained in her message. Small actions of love take up so little time and effort, but they can have just such a hugely positive effect on the recipient. Noting these events in your journal, with just a few bullet points, helps to bathe your conscience with loving intentions. The K in my Thalcombe formula is for kindness. It's so very easy to be kind and considerate, I believe. Offering a warm smile to a stranger, Sharing a few complimentary words with someone. Helping someone onto the train with their case. Standing back and letting an older person take your place in a supermarket queue. Giving money to the homeless person laid by the side of the street. Remembering your kind gestures and writing down how they made the recipient and you feel is one of the most beautiful and therapeutic habits that you could form. The next letter in Thalcom is the second H for humility. Choosing to say sorry when you've made a mistake. Being truly grateful when someone praises something about you. Sharing your talents in a respectful and humble way. These actions for me describe a humble person. Now I love confident and inspiring people. And I love them even more if they can wrap their talents in humility. I love people who, when they make a mistake, are quick to apologise if they've done something wrong. I'm always very quick to say a heartfelt sorry if I've done something wrong. Because us humans do make mistakes. So every day there's an option for us to be humble in some way, shape or form. Using a journal to remind you of how you felt during your moments of your own humility creates a seed of behaviour that will grow into beautiful characteristic of your personality. The next part of Thelkham is understanding and is symbolised by the letter U. Now I never stop seeking knowledge and understanding. I have an unquenchable thirst for it gets worse as I get older. Every day there's an opportunity to grow our knowledge and understanding of such a wide variety of subjects. So I keep a place in my journal for new knowledge and understanding. When we sit at the dinner table with our children, I will ask them what new things they've learned that day. And if they can't come up with anything, I'll tell them about something new that I've learned that day and try to make the story interesting. So as an example, a few days ago I was listening to an audio book and I became intrigued by... The reference in it to Nelson Mandela, the late president of South Africa, and the conditions that he lived through during his years of imprisonment. So I went away and researched Robben Island and saw pictures of the small prison cell that Nelson Mandela was kept in. I learned how Nelson became friends with a prison guard called Christio Brand and how they developed this huge respect for each other, despite the fact that they were prisoner and guard. I also learned that Nelson Mandela invited some of his former critics and his prosecutors to his presidential inauguration. He forgave them, and he talks about when he left prison. Some people refer to this as a walk to freedom. In his mind as he was walking was that he must forgive, because he concluded that if he couldn't forgive, he may as well have remained in prison. He would still be in prison in his mind. So I constantly seek better knowledge of healthy eating habits and techniques of the mind and the history of our world and some of the great achievers in our world. Now once again, writing these things down really does cement that knowledge into your mind. The M in Thelkham is about making memories. Precious memories of wonderful days are all that we will have left at the end of our life. All the possessions that we've probably gone on and collected mean nothing to us anymore. In our final days, we will think of the wonderful memories. So it's important to document those special memories with a few words. Take pictures with your phone. If you are going to be obsessed with a phone, use it to snap pictures and video clips when those special moments are occurring and never lose those memories and the power of how you felt on those special occasions, those special days. And so that concludes the Felcom approach to journaling. I believe Felcom represents the ingredients for a great life, and if you agree and you adopt this approach to journaling, then you are literally immersing yourself in some of life's most important aspects every single day of the week, and you'll feel the power and the influence of this. The very art of actually making sure you're focusing on the most important ingredients in life every day and you're documenting and planning what you're going to do, you're capturing your most precious thoughts and some of the magnificent things that happen to you and some of the challenges, but you are focused on the ingredients for a great life, then every day should be a great day. Now, I also use a journal to influence other intentions. Let me give you an example. At the moment, I'm in what I would call declutter mode and removing all of the dust-gathering items that I have which I've either never used, or I've got too many of them, or they're never likely to get used again. They've become out of fashion. I'm doing that purely because an organized house, an organized office, organized space is about declutter, and it creates clarity of thought. So I simply am writing the word declutter in my journal every day, and it's creating a compound effect. So what I'm doing now, I see the word in my journal, I feel the intention in my journal and every single day I'm either giving something away to charity, giving an item to someone that I think they'll appreciate. So, for example, I gave a lovely black leather bag of a really good standard to a friend of mine, and he really appreciated it. And some of the stuff is just kind of broken, or it's just not got any resale value, so it's just decluttering. So I'm decluttering, and I'm also decluttering some of the other aspects of my life which I won't go into as well. On a practical level, if you want to adopt the Thelcom formula for journaling, it's very simple. All you need to do is in your A5 journal, you don't need to use an A5 by the way, you could use an A4 journal if you want, but what I do is I have an A5 journal and I simply use two pages per day. So I'll put the date in the top corner of the page and then I carve the two pages up into eight pieces and I write time, and leave a little space and draw a line under that, so I've got enough space to write about time. I write H for health, and I write about health-related things in that space, and E for empathy, and L for love, and K for kindness, H for humility, U for understanding, and M for making memories. So I literally carve those two pages up into enough space to put things into each one of those categories. It's very, very simple. Please try it, and let me know how you get on by emailing me at david at thalcom.com. I promise to give you a personal response to all emails. So you have been listening to the Falcon podcast. My name is David Lilly. I'm the creator of the Falcon formula and the author of the up and coming book, The Ingredients for a Great Life, which I do hope to finally get published in 2019. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you think it would benefit other people that have talked to you about journaling if you want them to encourage them to think about the felcom method of journaling and please share it with them doesn't take more than a few seconds to do that and if you've especially enjoyed and got value from this podcast then i would be really grateful if you would write me a positive review that does encourage more people to listen until next time have a wonderful day thank you